Hey y'all, welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. Hey y'all, on this week's episode, I wanted to talk about how it's okay to not be okay. Um, I know that a lot of times we may go through these very strong emotions and uh, we kind of beat ourselves up about feeling angry or wasting a whole day feeling sad about something that didn't even matter or being angry at some something or someone. Um, especially as women, we can deal with different emotions as hormones go through our veins, um, as we deal with different parts of our cycle, uh, we can definitely have an influx of hormones and just be moody. And I know for myself, I sometimes struggle with being upset with myself for letting those emotions linger or even having those emotions at all. Like, I would feel like a day is wasted because I was mad all day. Or a time at a certain event was wasted because I was angry. And sometimes those feelings can occur through triggers. Uh, We can be with a person or um, something can happen where maybe we're late to an event or you feel like you're not getting all the experience you wanted out of it. And it can cause us to be upset and angry. And while we want to, while we can work on not letting things ruin our whole mood or our whole day, I just want to speak to why it's okay to not be okay. Like, it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay. It's how we learn from our experiences. Emotions, um, they come in waves. And so just like that wave goes high, it also goes low. And I know for myself, when I'm feeling strong emotions, I remind myself that this too shall pass. Emotions are waves. I can feel it. I can sit in it and I can let it go. And I try not to rush myself to feel the emotion so bad, I try to just allow myself to uh, feel it. And then when you're on the other side of it, it feels so good. So recently, I just had a situation where um, I felt like I overshared in a conversation with someone. And I deal with anxiety. So I had a lot of racing thoughts. And I just felt so guilty and ashamed and stupid, to be quite honest, uh, for saying as much as I did. And then to kind of see what the person did with the information, how they handled it so carelessly. And it felt like they didn't really care about um, my feelings or my emotions when it came down to me sharing that thing. And so now I'm feeling all of these negative emotions and I'm thinking about it all night. I'm constantly thinking about the worst part. I'm thinking about what happened. I'm thinking about what could happen in the future. And I am just having these racing thoughts, right? 
So because I have practiced mindfulness, I know the technique of being in the moment. And I was able to catch the thoughts. I was able to recognize, okay, what are you doing? You are thinking about the past. You are thinking about the future. And there's no judgment in those statements. Those are just facts, right? And then I remind myself, okay, what's happening right now? You know, and at that moment when I was having those thoughts, I was laying in my bed. And I said, okay, I am in the bed. My bed is soft. My covers are on top of me. It's cold in here, but I'm warm under my bed. And I just practice that mindfulness. And I practice being able to sit in the moment. And even though the thoughts kept coming, I was still able to bring myself back to that moment. And it reminds myself that like nothing matters but right now, right here. <laughs> and if you're like me and you have those racing thoughts and you just catastrophize things and things can go from like zero to 100 real quick in your mind and you all of a sudden you get the feeling sick in your body because you're just like, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe this happens. What's going to happen now? Why I should have did this. I should have did that. Like you just go back and forth in your head. It can really help to just ground yourself and to just focus on what do you feel? What do you see? What do you taste? You know, try to name five things that you see, four things that you hear, three things that you smell, um, two things that you can touch, and one thing that you taste. And so if you try to practice that five, four, three, two, one exercise, it can help you ground yourself back to where you are in the moment. And it's not going to make the emotions go away now. It's not going to make the feelings go away, but it will help ground you back to where you are. And so what I'm saying is like, it's okay to not be okay. It's so, like it's coming to those emotions and those fears and that anxiety with a sense of awareness instead of judgment because like I said it's okay to have these emotions that's why we're human we're not always going to be happy but you have to come at yourself with love in the same way that you would come at a loved one right like you would you would tell a loved one if they were feeling sad or angry you would try to console them you wouldn't get angry with them for having emotions you would you would honestly like try to empathize and see why they feel the way they feel and then you would try to give them encouraging words or you would try to soothe them and so in the same way that you would you would care for a loved one you could care for yourself and I know sometimes that can be hard and so the first step of that is to just recognize how you feel and to say it's okay to feel this way I'm angry other people are angry it's okay to be angry. You know, just just acknowledging it. Sometimes just saying that can help ease the wave of emotion, can help bring it back down. Because it's not pleasant to be angry. It's not pleasant to be mad or sad. It's not fun. But it is a part of this human experience that we're all having. 
So I'm going to take a break right here. And then um, I want to talk to y'all about another situation. So, well, really in the same situation, um, like I said, I overshared. Um, I really had a a lot of thoughts about a situation that I had experienced where I realized somebody had lied to me. Um, they were using me to get their own gain and it just wasn't, it wasn't the experience I thought it was. Right. And so I came to that realization and it really ate me up. It made me sad. I felt this like destroyed. I just felt lied to. I felt used. And so in that situation, I had those racing thoughts. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I thought about it for days. And I kept trying to get rid of the emotion, like get rid of the anger, get rid of the sadness. Um, but one thing I know to do, one thing I always do is I try to heal in community. So I'm not an isolator. <laughs> I'm definitely a, I got to go talk to somebody. I got to go, go get this off my chest. You know, and I would say the old me would go talk to somebody and they had to say the exact right thing in order for me to receive it. And they have to be, you know, they got to validate me. But the new me, like now when I go to people and I share my story and I want to hear their opinion, I'm very open. I'm very open to hearing what they have to say because I come at it with a mindset of this person is sharing with me. And they're sharing how they feel and their own, they can only come from their perspective. So I just think about it like that. Like, I don't take whatever they have to give me personally, because I know they can truly never know how I feel in this exact moment. So they're just doing the best they can. And so every time I did share something with someone, they automatically brought up their own situation. You know, I would ask them, like, have you ever been through something like this? Has somebody ever lied to you like this or used you like that? And they're like, yeah, like, that's happened to me before. And this is what I did. And one person told me, they said, you know, it's just going to take time. They were like, as cliche as it sounds, you're only going to heal with time, but it's going to come. And so just to hear people that have been hurt and lied to, like I had, say that, it's going to come with time and they've healed and they've let it go. Like, especially when you're in a moment where you feel like you can never let this go. Like, this is like the worst thing ever. That was really helpful and really beneficial to me because it made me feel like I wasn't alone. Right. So when we have these strong emotions. It's OK. to It's OK to not be OK. It's OK to talk to someone about it. And to not hold so closely to their response, but more so just to bask in the fact that you are indulgent in community. Because that's one of the, you know, a big protective factor of healing through trauma is making sure that you heal in community, making sure that you have your community. Um, it's, it can be a risk factor to try to do it by yourself because then you suffer from loneliness and then those thoughts you know, just go downhill. Um, you can go on a downhill spiral. So listening to Brene Brown um, talk about vulnerability and sharing with people and how shame hates to be spoken, how shame loves 
to be hidden and it loves isolation and it loves for you to cover it up. Right. So when we don't share things, we don't talk about it. It's because we're ashamed of it. And the more we can hide it and pretend like it's not there. Right. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. That didn't bother me. Or you're ashamed that you were hurt or you were played or you were lied to. Now that thing is not being spoken and it's growing inside of you. And now you doing things to harm yourself because you are really hurt and you really are ashamed of it, but you're not telling anybody. So just finding one person or even just getting it out, recording yourself in a video, writing it down, you know, finding someone that you can talk to, getting a therapist, a mentor, a coach, and just saying it out loud. You know, that is one way to get that to to process that emotion, to honor that feeling, to honor what happened to you. Tell somebody. And so I would say with mine, like going through that experience, I really, I really um benefited from reaching out to people and talking to them and hearing their stories. I really did. That was good. And then I will also say I just took time for myself. I gave I decided to give myself a whole day. I journaled, I meditated, and then I did some yoga because you feel that stuff in your body. Your bones are tense, your muscles are tense, your neck is tense, your back is tense. Like you realize how clenched up you've been because you your body is in fight or flight mode. So I decided to, you know, take some time for myself from work and I just spent a day getting my life back. Um, I felt like the weekend wasn't long enough and so I decided to take a day for myself and do what I needed to do, you know, just supporting to myself. I decided to go to a gun range and for the first time, you know, I shot a gun and it was in a safe environment. I learned gun safety and so that was exciting. It made me feel powerful. It um, made me feel like I was in control and I learned something. So that was, a, that was an experience for me. And I will say, I think that really helped in helping me like process those emotions and do something about it. Some people box, some people run, some people dance, you know, find that outlet. For me, I found it in that way, and it was so interesting that I found it like that, but I loved it. Like, I loved being able to just control something safely and shoot at a target in a safe manner. Like, that was exciting. It was exhilarating, and it showed me my own precision. You know, it was definitely about precision. So, yeah. And am I still, you know, am I am I saying that that made my emotions go away? No. I'm still going to be hurt. The pain is still going to come and go. But like I said, it's like waves. Now it's like little waves. First it was like big waves. Now it's like little waves. Just like any grief or loss that you go through in your life, it's never going to be truly gone. You know, the body keeps the score. Going to have going to have those memories, those scars. But they don't have to hurt as much if we decide to acknowledge the emotion.
sit in the moment, you know, um, practice the mindfulness, talk to someone and then find a way to release it. So that's what I want to share with y'all this week. It's okay to not be okay. And it's also ways to deal with those strong emotions. So I hope y'all found this episode well. I'll talk to y'all in another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, please like it on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast. Leave a comment and share the podcast on social media platforms using the hashtag Poetry for Black Girls. I'll talk to y'all on another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye!